better so the hate just let it go Sit back, relax, enjoy the show This is me forever, man, you better let them know I'ma live forever, man, you better let them know I'm just getting better so the hate just let it go Sit back, relax, enjoy the show This is me forever, me forever, me forever Listen, y'all, I know it's been a while. Many of you may have forgotten about me. Many of you may have been mad at me. But to the few of those who weren't really, well, I mean, well, I guess, I guess what I really want to say is I'm back, okay? Listen, it sounds different because a couple episodes ago, I feel like a few now. We were definitely in the trunk with it. And now we're not. So that's something that changed. A lot has changed. Things have changed. Things are going back to homeostasis. And to those who stuck around, well, I guess nobody really left. Here we are. To the new ones, hello. To the to the day ones, thank you very much. We are back. This is this is episode at at fresh at at a fresh at at fresh at at fresh. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my DJ. Go DJ, that's my that's my that's my. The hottest, hottest under the sun. Na, 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 honey. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough of one right there. The hottest, hottest under the sun. Listen, this is episode 11 of V Forever. Listen, follow me on Twitter, Young V Forever. Instagram at V Forever Network. The YouTube is V Forever. And Gmail. YoungVForever at gmail.com. Spotify and Apple, these are the only places you'll find me. And listen, let's get it started. Why was I gone? It's actually funny when you think about it. It's really funny when you think about it. When you, like, what's the point of going through things if you're just going to go through the same things over and over again like like let me um let me put it into more more detail i guess the same detail same question but clearer more clear what is the point of going through things if you don't learn from them this is why i wasn't here for two weeks um straight up i was told well i saw everybody saw Kanye West was supposed to drop Donda, a new album. It's been like, first of all, it's been like, I don't know how many years now. I guess it was two. 2018, he dropped Yay. I think 2019, he dropped the uh, Jesus is Born or Jesus is King. But this is going to be his first rap album since 2018. Cause I don't think this is gonna be a, a Christian album. I think there's gonna be cur- I You know, it's messed up that I'm saying this, but I need there to be cursing. Cause he he was on like a roll of not having curse words in his songs. I need that to come back. Listen, I'm I'm happy for him. He found God. He's into it. He's a man of faith now. I believe he is. I'm not. I mean, I'm not gonna put. I'm not gonna put any titles on people who don't claim it. I mean, I think he claims it. So. Well, I'm pretty sure he claims that he had like a church thing, but I need I need some foul language on that. I really need some foul language on that because I, I it's not that school. If, if y'all if y'all listen to a uh, college dropout, the the most heartbreaking song on there to me is School Spirit because that song is like one of my favorite ones on there, but. You'll never hear, you'll never know what he, well, you know what he says, but it's just like when the lyrics, I'm going to get on this TV, mama, I'm going to push it down, I'm going to make sure these light skins never get back in style, like, he says it on, um, 
What's that song called? I I go for mine. I got to shine. Up in the sky. I'ma get on this TV. I'ma. I'm what is that song called? Hold up. Let me pull up. That's. This is not. This is like his big one of his biggest songs. Shout out to T Pain as well. May he uh, find peace. Good life. Um. That song. That song is what tells you what he says. I'm going to get on this TV, mama. Wait. That isn't. He doesn't. He doesn't say that in that song. He just says that part. Okay, so you never know what he's. Well, you know what he says, but it's censored. And there's a couple things. Oh, yeah. If I could go through all that and still be breathing. And over, I'm here for a reason. Like that line. It would have been cooler if it was if it wasn't clean. So that's what I'm saying. I need it to be dirty. Uh, the night of the episode 11 was supposed to come out. Well, technically Saturday is when I was going to release it. Never recorded it, uh, to be fair. I was waiting on the album because I was going to do a full Kanye West thing. This was supposed to be a dedication type of thing. Like I was going to go through all his albums, discuss the themes. I was getting ready for it, and one of them didn't come out. The one that didn't come out, well, one of them just never happened. Like, and I don't even like. There's no guessing which one didn't come out. I mean, Donda didn't come out. The, the, the one that we're waiting on. I mean, I, I know a lot of people aren't fans of him anymore, but this is hogwash to me. <laughs> this is hogwash. I, uh, I don't even remember why he got canceled. Like, I don't remember why people don't like them anymore. And, and here's the thing about canceling. I don't care, man. Straight up. Like, Kanye was a Trump supporter. And he he went on stage and he said a, he said a lot of what he felt. The whole, he, he kind of put his um, marital business out there saying that he that he had to stop Kim from aborting their baby, or North wouldn't have been born. Like uh, <laughs> this is a little much. This is a little much now. Now we're now we're telling too much, and I get it. But people just kind of put out that he's a crazy person way too much, and it's nobody ever comes to defend the man. It's kind of crazy. It's it's kind of crazy. So. I don't cancel the man. I feel like the only rapper that's canceled right now is what? The baby? Because of the um, homophobic stuff he did? But don't worry. Like, okay, I haven't been a fan of the baby. But don't worry. He's going to drive some and everybody's going to be back on it. Or honestly, uh, some of his fan base probably never left. The same thing probably happened with Tory Lanez. Now, I'm going to say it with full disclosure. I don't know what happened between those two people. And it does not matter my side. <laughs> like, it, like my thoughts on Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion is, is so relevant. Like, if I am for Tory, it doesn't matter. If I am for Megan, it really doesn't matter. Like, the, th- like the thought that us regular people have to be on someone's side in this possibly like no offense and celebrities fight for this all the time they fight for the idea of this all the time but tory tory lanes and meg the stallion as far as i'm concerned these are actual people (laughs) like as far as i'm concerned these people don't really exist like i will never meet these people um, do I like the musical product they make? Meg the Stallion stuff. She has some good stuff. Tory Lanez. He has made some good music. That man has made some good, some, some damn good music. Okay. I'm going to be honest right there. He's made some damn good music. But as far as it goes, it doesn't, I don't think it matters what the public, like, it does not matter what Twitter thinks about this Tory Lanez and Meg the Stallion situation. Like, as far as I'm concerned, nothing ever. Well, we have video evidence that it happened, 
So something happened. But as, as far as I'm concerned, like, this has nothing to do with anyone. Like, supporting supporting or not continuing support of someone, this has nothing, like, this is like a, it's not a non-issue, but this is not the same as a regular person going through the same thing. I'm just saying, I'm just, I mean, if you disagree, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. We don't have to go blow for blow and insult for insult. We don't have to do this. We don't have to go through the cancellations and the nonsense. We can talk. Like, we can always talk. And I'm just trying to be honest about it. Nobody cares, bruh. Like, the people who care, it's just uh, it's a celebrity obsession. And honestly, I don't, I'm not in that. I'm not a celebrity obsessed person. I do have people that I watch, like the YouTube people I watch, the podcasts I listen to. But I'm not, I'm not like, and I check for these people in the sense that I check for what they do. Like, I'm going to watch if Issa drops something, Issa Rae drops something. I'm watching it. I watched her YouTube show. I watched Insecure. If she makes a movie, I want to watch it. This is this is the facts. Like, honestly, wait, what in Tarnation is going on, bro? Oh, no, no. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Hold up. I had to make sure things were running smooth, though. As long as this says recording, bro. Fam, it's scary out here. It really... <laughs> I mean... As far as fear is concerned... Okay, let me tell you the situation that we're all in. Like, as creatives. As creatives, let me tell you a situation that we're all kind of in. So... Audacity is a software that records audio... And recently with an update, people have red flagged it as being spyware. And this is heartbreaking news. This is where I record my audio and export it into FL Studios, another software where you can also record audio, but also produce music and just things. You know, it's a software, whatever, man. That's not the point. My point is, I was used to this. I loved this. This is gone now. Actually, to be real with you, I have another software, but I'm not using it right now. I am recording solely on FL Studios. And I just pressed something that made it add a file or add an audio clip into the now recording session. And there's no way for me to check if it's still recording. This is scary. I'm talking right now and I don't know if anyone's listening. Not going to cut it though because it doesn't look like it's not. Like like if anything actually happened. But bike. It's just, it would, it would be worst case scenario if, if this is done. You know what I'm saying? This would be worst case scenario. But let's just keep going. I already told y'all while I was gone. I was waiting on the Kanye album. Apparently, this Kanye album is coming out today or tomorrow. Well, today it came out. If you're listening to this on Friday, it came out today. It came out. Let me know how y'all liked it. I'm going to listen to it Friday morning. And honestly, I'm ready for it. I didn't see the... The live event, apparently, that was in Atlanta, that stadium, I forget which stadium it is, I guess the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks Stadium, apparently Kanye's been living there, good for him, I mean, the man is like a divorced dad, like, <laughs> like he's got he's got nowhere to go, it seems, he is just crashing at his friend's place, and apparently his friend owns the Atlanta Hawks stadium that they play at and he's like you can crash in one of the locker rooms for a couple nights but after a couple nights you need to get out of here so he's like he's going through his divorce dad things shout out to all the divorce dads like <laughs> it's gotta be tough like being a dad out who's who's like single after a certain age, it only gets harder after a certain age. But it even young, like seeing that your child, like that the woman that you fell out with, 
um, is going to be with another man. And just <laughs> like, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> this isn't really funny. Shout out to all the ones who go through this. And honestly, you know that my sympathies and my prayers are with you. But I'm just like saying like the the idea that you can't really like there's going to be another man like with your kids <laughs> like and possibly multiple men because you never know the the um the relationship situation depending on how it ended up. But and this is just from the men's side, okay? The women's I mean, I think that it's I'm going to say I'm going to finish my point here and going to say the women's side is probably a little easier. Well, maybe not a little easier because now you're stuck with the kids 24 seven and you're the main one taking care of them. Right. Like until the dad picks them up. But listen, there's going to be like another man like interacting with your kids. There's going to be another man interacting with your kids and and he's going to and you're like. I mean, is he raising them? Like, is he, are they about to learn things that he taught them? And <laughs> there's no way you can really butt your head into that, like, because you got to keep it uh, cordial for the children. Like, you don't want to be, because then, because you don't want to ruin your image. Like, you don't want to be looked at as that angry dad, like the angry, violent one. And so, <laughs> that's not funny, but it's like, it's such a, it's such a tricky it's such a shitty thing, huh? <laughs> like like it's such a shitty thing. You really you really gotta be on your toes, like. And then and then then you have to worry about the woman that you get with that that she she goes well with the kids and that she's not trying to be like the evil stepmom. Like this is this is so complicated, bruh. Like Kanye's going through it. <laughs> like Kanye, well. No, not oh well, not because when you're that rich your problem some of your pro- i mean problems still exist but it, i think the money complicates things less like that like it'll be different problems i mean i think that guy lives i mean kanye lives in the atlanta hawk stadium <laughs> no no the atlanta falcon stadium so i mean i don't know what visitation's like there like how he's gonna get to see his well one thing is well if it's the hawk stadium well i don't know the kids are kind of young so they're not gonna want to just play basketball all day but when they get older like your your dad's living in the atlanta falcon stadium you get to meet the players you get to meet like you get to play basketball with them you might get hooked up with a good job in there like some sort of administrative role like or at least start off as talib i mean here's the hustle you start off in concessions so you're technically bringing home food, and your dad's Kanye West. So it's not like you're ever gonna be hungry. You're, and plus the rent that he must pay. Like the, what's the rent for the Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks stadium? Because he might he might be in the Atlanta Falcon stadium, but just for, just for the purposes of I I know basketball more than football. What's the odds that? Like living in the Atlanta Hawks um, stadium thing, the arena, it's just like fifteen hundred bucks a month. Like he's not really paying much. Like it's a, it's actually a decent rate. The there's a uh, how do they do laundry, bro? Like there's a, there's like a laundry service for sure. But actually, and and then for him, he could just no. Nah, he wants to save up money because he's gonna. I don't know what the alimony situation is. And Kim's going to be like a lawyer. So it's like, what if she represents herself well in court? And then, yeah, he's owing like more than half. Like, it could get dicey. So him living at the Atlanta Hawks Stadium and it costing at least 1500 a month. Like, he's living he's living at a point to where the kids can get a job at the Atlanta Falcons Stadium or Hawks Stadium. They start in concessions, go to Towel Boy work their way up to, like, a managerial position to, like, they run how uh, concessions and cleanup works. And then they can find themselves in the front office at some point, like, through mentorship. I mean, it's going to be a lot of, um, what's it called? What's it called when a, a family member gets you in a position? What's that called? Um, when a family... Remember, get you a job. 
<laughs> okay, for everybody who said nepotism twelve times, shout out to y'all. It, it's a lot. It'll be a lot of nepotism, but at least you can make a living out of that. Like you can make a good living um in the front office of the Atlanta the Atlanta Hawks. Like Northwest traded uh Bradley Beal to the at, like. Okay, Bradley Beal's not in the. Uh, okay, this is falling apart. Like now, people know how little I know. <laughs> Now people know how little I know. Let's move on. I do have plans. Uh, I I posted on Instagram this week my plans for September, a September release of the video essay slash retrospective on the album The Don Caluminati and the Seven Day Theory by Machiavelli, Tupac's last album. It was released in November uh, after he had passed and... I'm thinking of September because that was the time he actually passed, like the anniversary, maybe drop down the anniversary. But if things are falling behind, I at least have November, the actual anniversary of the album. But these last couple of weeks, I at least had time to think about that, uh, work on that a bit. This is going to be I'm trying to find a, a different take on the situation. Possibly I might work with a couple people for this. I might need to work with somebody for this, and I'm looking for somebody to to help out a bit in the sense of vision. Uh, not too much on the the boots to ground situation, because I got that. I'll I'll do that part. It's more or less. Uh, it's it's in the visionary part of it, because I have the I have it all down, but I'm looking for a not a template to follow but more or less um someone to creatively bounce back on on the formatting of it because i have i'm getting the information down but i need the form i'm I'm working on the formatting and all that's going to be done by september <laughs> so that's, that's where i'm at with it like that's where i'm at with it v forever at youtube this is where i'm going to put that on I guess this will be the first time people will see my face in video because Dynamite didn't have it. Well, if you have me on Instagram, then you've seen my face plenty of times. But this is going to be the first video other than the Dynamite stuff. And I think I'm going to gear a lot of things to that, to posting things like that. Like, um, instead of video, this might be the only video. Mm, I, I have a couple Kanye albums I've thought of video essays too, but um more more or less it'll be retrospective than video essays. The difference being the video essay to to me will be more educational in the sense that uh it'll be more of a serious tone, more of a more of an educational piece, serious tone period piece talk about what was going on around that time uh slightly before that time what led him to this time and a little bit after this time like that's gonna be uh the video essay format the things that we take away from this album the mood the themes the this this and that but when it comes to the retrospectives that i plan on doing it's gonna be that in a less uh, serious tone less it'll be educational of course by nature it'll be educational because you don't know about these albums i'm going to talk about or you do know these albums and you're waiting on to hear fun facts about these albums but it'll be that plus my experience with the album that's what i'm saying it's a slash retrospect a uh, retrospective uh view of the don Illuminati because I I'm gonna talk about how I feel about the album, like what it meant to me, pretty much. So it's gonna be both, but this one's gonna be dealt with in a lot more of a serious way. So everybody hearing this, anybody hearing this, let's talk. V forever at gmail .com. We gotta bounce ideas for that one because I really want to be respectful on that one. Um, this is a, it's like one of it's, it might be one of my favorite albums of all time. One of them, uh, Thriller is one of them. Th Thriller is my one. I will say that Thriller is my one. I might. I, I don't. I thought. I don't think that I want to do a, a Thriller retrospective. Like, 
I don't see the like Thriller is the album that every song is good. Every single song is good. But like no, every single song is a banger. Like every single song is perfect. Every single song is the best version of a song about what that song is about. Like that girl is mine. There's no better version of that girl is mine. Like R. Kelly and Usher couldn't do it better. Like same girl, same girl through the love of my life. Yeah, see, you can't, you you don't sing, <laughs> you don't sing R. Kelly parts nowadays. So she's the love of my life. Wait, was that Usher's part? No, no, no. And my potential wife is. Oh, I messed up. See, that was R. Kelly's part. Shout out to, listen, did anybody see the Usher uh, video to Confessions? Well, obviously everybody did. But it starts off with, like, Usher, he's having a great time in the studio talking. And then I don't know where he gets that phone call. And he's still happy. And he's like, shut up. And then he gets serious. He gets serious. He gets serious. And he has, like, his earphones in. And then he, he quickly says, how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? They still talking. Put that on everything. I buy. I'm fed up the running. That's not hard. Like, he hangs up the phone and immediately starts singing about, like, how he, how he broke this girl's heart. I know I cheated. I know. And then he's talking. I know I cheated. I know I hurt you. But there's some more I got to drop on your ass. <laughs> these are my confessions like and then the amount of dancing (laughs) the amount of like he has like he did a move in this in that song where he's brushing his hair he's he's brushing his hair while talking about how he cheated on her viciously hey like he's he has a move like that like this man is a sick like how many of us have whoa how many uh, how many of how many guys have have done the dirt and just confessed while just dancing <laughs> just having a just <laughs> just dancing bro like the and the moves he's, and they're crisp bro. <laughs> they're crisp moves like you cannot you can't argue that these are like some this is top tier these are top tier moves that he's busting. And the problem is is that we don't know the st- the ending of that story. Do we? Like what ha- like how does the woman take that? Like how do you as a, and that's the thing as a, and I said I was going to go back to the whole divorce thing as a woman like how it might be, but I, I left it at that because I was exposed for a fraud like my basketball knowledge. But as a woman, how do you even take that? Like some like your man confesses to cheating on you and and rather rather than being remorseful, this this motherfucker this he is like dancing. He is dancing. And and like he's telling you everything he did and he's repeating it because he keeps saying these are my confessions just when I thought I was and don't mean you gonna away. And then and then, like, he keeps saying that to you. Like, he starts saying things to you, and then he goes back, poetry style. These are my confessions. Man, I'm thrown, and I don't know what to do. I guess I gotta keep on doing my confessions. Like, he keeps, and you're just, <laughs> how does it feel? Like, he's not even remorseful. He's, like, he's singing a banger in your face. He's singing a classic song in your face. And he's he has crisp moves. Cause remember, he was like, he was he's like Michael Jackson's kid. Like when it comes to this dancing, he's like Michael Jackson's kid. Like he could dance with him. Like he's like, I don't know if he was on, he was on that. He wasn't on the same level, choreography wise. But he was like in a similar path. You could tell of the you could see the influence. So like you're like at the time you're like this this motherfucker's busting Michael Jackson moves on my ass right now. Like, like, like that's, that's so disrespectful, but that's not, I think that my point really was that, uh, Michael Jackson and, um, 
and Paul McCartney had the best version of that song. I love you more than he. Well, I love you endlessly. Like, and Paul McCartney isn't the best singer by any means. But something about when they're talking trash at the end is just funny. She told me I'm her forever lover. And then Michael, well, she told me after me, there would be no other. (laughs) Paul McCartney, bruh, after he says that, listen to the song, That Girl Is Mine, by, like, all y'all who don't know who Michael Jackson is, or, like, that's crazy, but there's people. All of y'all who never heard this song, That Girl Is Mine, by Paul McCartney, well, by Michael Jackson featuring Paul McCartney. When that man said, when she said, when Michael Jackson says, <laughs> she said after me, she wouldn't have another. And Paul McCartney quickly, like quickly after he says it, what do you mean? <laughs> no, no, I think he says, I don't believe it. <laughs> this man, he like knew he lost. I don't believe it. Like, he, he knew he lost, like, this is top-tier music here. And that's the best version of the song. Uh, Billie Jean is the best version of a song like that. Um, Gotta be starting something. Where, I mean, where can we go? Where can we go after that? But I think I do. I think I would kind of give a... No, because if I do a retrospective on Thriller, it's really just going to be... Uh, commentary on that like like the little subtle things michael jackson just says in a song that you think back and you're like what are you talking <laughs> like what's going on like when you like when you analyze a song these pop songs you really ask like what are you talking like have, y'all remember sean kingston the take you there like when he was like um we can go to the club and Shorty, I can take you there. Or we can go to the slums where killers get hung. Shorty, I won't take you there. Like, what are you talking about? Like, like you're about to take you're really about to take a, a like shorty like you're gonna take Shorty to the to the slums? <laughs> like where the killers get like there's there's literally murderers <laughs> there's murderers getting hanged right now like they're dying and you're talking about what like you're telling you're telling this woman to follow you into the trenches where she will not like where anything can happen like shorty i could take you there like like okay i got the pass you know me i'm big sean kingston which I don't know, I don't know his credentials when it comes to all that. I know him as the uh, beautiful girls man. Uh, in the sense that he made the song "Beautiful Girls," I've never seen him with a beautiful girl. I I, I don't know him uh, or anybody he's dated, to be honest. But he, you're gonna take this girl to the to the like what are we what are we talking? You're gonna put her in danger because you can, shorty. Like if she wants you to. And it's like, who is this woman that wants that? Uh, I'd be you're missing prom. But yeah, that's kind of the <laughs> that's kind of the theme that I'm going with on the YouTube right now. This is the vision. But everybody, youngvforever at gmail dot com. If you want to work with me on this one, because I'm looking for and I want to work with somebody on this. I want I want to be collaborative with somebody on this level. In the sense that I want their vision, like, out, like I want to work with someone. And if it doesn't work out, of course, I'll scrap, I'll scrap whatever the hell they did. <laughs> I'm going to scrap what you did. And I'm going to go with my vision, of course. But I really want to see where uh, collaborative minds, because I work, I work well with people in the sense, yeah, I don't know, not in the sense of any, literally in the sense that I work well with people. I work well with people. I like working with people. I like seeing where people's minds go when you get into that brainstorming, uh, the passion, you know, like it, when you're getting into that, like, the, oh, we could do this, but how about we take it this way? And what if we go in this direction? Like, I, I like that. So uh, that's where I want to go with this. 
Uh, I want to collaborate, uh, collaborate, collaborate. That's crazy. Collaborate. I, w- I want to collaborate with somebody uh, on this. So, youngvforever at gmail.com. This is the best way to reach me in that sense because in th- why is there's like a word of the day every time in that sense. I've said that like a million times today. But, yeah, I want I want to work somebody. I don't know if it's going to be for the for this one because I I do have a specific vision in mind. I did say earlier that there's a couple of building blocks that I want to work with other people with, but I think that's just going to come through sending it to people and asking specific people. So, yeah, but collaboration, I want to collaborate with some listeners. I want to collaborate with people. Uh, and showcase people let's see let's showcase what people do here and let's talk and let's do this let's go and that brings me to the other thing there's another there's two albums coming out tomorrow on friday two albums have come out uh thinking and this is thursday and i'm being transparent about the time right now thinking it is thursday right now because kanye's album might not be out by the time we like by the time this comes out, Kanye's album could very much not even exist. So it is Thursday right now. Kanye's word means absolutely nothing to me. He said it's coming out. He never said it. It's people saying no, no. He did post something on Instagram. There's something coming out. It's coming out. And right now on Apple Music, there's like a live watch him finish it session. Like I'm watching it right now. It's freakish, man. Like it's like it's like a random. <laughs> It's Kanye West. It's like some blonde lady right now. Wait. Oh, it's like counting down. Wait, it's seven right now. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, he's counting down to midnight. It's like it's like some sort of like. I don't even know, bruh. Like beat the clock thing. There's a random blonde lady. I want to say uh, I couldn't tell you who it is. Random blonde lady wearing all black and shades. And by the way, Apple Music, thanks for making it impossible for me to 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 watch the concert again where he previewed the album. Like after this came out and I found out Jay-Z has a song with him, it's impossible to actually like view it. Thanks for that. It's impossible. Thank you. Such a good catalog. Such a good library. Like, come on. You fools. You fools. But anyway, yeah. Um. Listen. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this album. It's very freakish. And it's like he's in this, he's in this stadium. He's alone. <laughs> and the music, it's, it's been said that it's going to be really good. And that's all that I hope for. I need Life of Pablo was good. I, I really liked it. And I need something better than that. He's never going to be the call. He's never going to be late registration. To, uh, my beautiful dark, dark twisted fantasy again. But he needs to go back to that. Not that, but like just a perfect, this perfect sounding music. Just or just great sound. Not just not bad, man. Like, I don't want it to sound like it was made in 2021. I want it to sound like it was made in the future for the present. Or it was made in the present for the future. Like, it was, like it's just nothing of this time. His music usually isn't dated, but then he, like, had that weird song with the baby. Uh, the, uh, never broke, nah, 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 <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Like, I'm, and then he had that, that dumbass song with Travis Scott. Like... Are you allowed to say that when it has like like it technically has like Christian elements to it? Like, are you allowed to say the song? It's not. It wasn't really like a Christian song for real. Like it was just. And then he talks about like politics in it, and it's just so bad. Like if there's if there are people that I just don't want to hear politics from, it's celebrities. Like this whole this whole vaccination thing, and uh celebrities using the vaccination as and you and the thing is i watch ufc 
and I follow MMA uh, kind of like inside the ballpark situation-ish, like, or, or I guess behind inside baseball, that's the term, not inside the ballpark, like inside baseball-ish, and the amount of like fighters that talk about the vaccine and equating it to the mark of the beast, like how stupid can we be? Like, how stupid can we be as America or as a human race? Do we always have to be reactionary, bruh? Like, do we always have to come back from a deficit? Does it always have to be that something blindsided us and we just don't have the necessary steps to survive it? So let's let's do something and get ourselves into more trouble before we find a way to do it, like to get it done. Like, we just got out of a pandemic. And things are ramping up again. And this time, this time around, nobody, like, or not nobody. Excuse me, y'all. That was crazy. This time around, the people that got, okay, the people that bought the toilet paper got sick of the masks. They bought the toilet paper and all of the hand sanitizer. They got sick of this, like, they got sick of it. And now they will not do it again. Like, they will not wear a mask again. They will not social distance again. They saw numbers going down. And I understand there's a general distrust in science and the government and vaccinations and uh, just the processes of life uh, that government officials and just that worldly officials just want to do to, in their mind, help the population and conspiracies how they want to take over and how they want everybody genetically modified and just how they're after world domination and to a certain extent there is a world domination aspect to a lot of the things that are happening today but the vaccine is not it is not the main thing uh the covid crisis and people's opinions on masks and political status, well, political status has a lot to do with this whole. If we're ta- if we're believing in conspiracy theories, the political status that people have have a lot to do with the just uh, the world domination aspect of things. But come on, man, let's stop equating the vaccine to the mark of the beast. Um, to everybody under my. Uh, under my tutelage, not under my tutelage, under the tutelage that I came from as well, under the lineage that I come from as well, who follow the tenets that I follow as well, who uh, follow the commandments that I follow as well. And we, and we the, 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 you know what I'm talking about. The, the people who we come from the same background, not necessarily the same uh, country, the same school of belief. We we're not, and we're we're getting older, and we're done talking about microchips being the mark of the beast. We know that this is not the case. Like everybody, everybody needs to understand that now. We don't come from that anymore. We, we, and the, the the scholarly people of the Bible, the it's just like it's frustrating, bro. It's it really is. It's like as humans, do we learn things? And it's it's crazy. It's full circle. What what is the point of going through things if you never learn from them? What is the point? It's frustrating. We always have to come back from something. We never have processes in place in case something happens. You people say that the United States has a zombie apocalypse. Uh, plan if it should happen do you really think that that's the case like do you really think that we're ready to save citizens that we're ready to save ourselves if something happens like we don't think about ourselves like as a collective we think about ourselves as an individual and where the fuck does that get you like this is crazy that shit doesn't get you anywhere in here like how do we call ourselves the united states of america if all we have ever done is divide each other like all we have ever done. let's be honest and i didn't i didn't want to get and this wasn't supposed to be an episode about me going off on the history of america but it, and, let, and, and let's broaden it then because i i love this country right i serve this country i serve the people of this country 
Uh, I'm what you would call a hero. <laughs> I'm what you would call an American hero. Uh, there's a lot of American heroes, though. Um, and if oh, and uh, and before I go back to that, if you're one of the people who say uh, you didn't really, you didn't spill blood for this country, you net shit. Fuck you. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Fuck you. You can't tell me any. You can't tell me I'm not a hero. Even if you were a Green Beret, suck my ass. <laughs> like, like I served my country. Even if it wasn't to the extent of you, like, just because I didn't slaughter Osama bin Laden 48 times, you can still suck my ass. And that's coming from one American hero to another one, bitch. <laughs> Let's go. That's the, that's the type of spicy shit I'm on today. But listen, all we have ever done is a world, as a as a population of nations combined to make one planet, is divide ourselves. What the hell makes you think that we have what it takes? If aliens come and if zombie, if the zombie shit happens. What makes you think that we'll survive that shit if everybody has a plan for only themselves to survive if there's a zombie apocalypse? What makes you fucking think that? Are we how stupid do we always have to be, bruh? We gotta do better. Like we are like we are centuries like the the world the history of humanity is centuries old. Centuries uh millennia centuries old we have come so fucking far and we still are on the same shit like this is nonsense bruh we have come so far and we will always be behind why man (laughs) like why doesn't that frustrate anybody we are getting more advanced in science and the human mind is deteriorating like we we have less problems now than there ever was when it comes to survival and we find a way to destroy ourselves like will we ever fucking be ahead why why can't we it's because of fucking people like you you motherfucker you know (laughs) you know who you are Niggas are like, oh, man, he's on one right now. <laughs> you know who the fuck I'm talking about. You motherfuckers. Like, you sons of bitches. You got, okay. And, and that's the thing. And I'm not, and it's not even the, uh, if you don't believe in the science that the government tells you, okay, man. Just don't be annoying about it either. If you do believe in the science, stop shaming people that don't. Like, it's the, it's the people, man. It's the It's this tribalism that. It really screws things up, and you know who you are, you motherfucker. You have a you have a bumper sticker on your car right now about it. You sick son of a bitch. Like, and I'm talking on both sides. Listen, man, if you come from where, if you if we believe in the same things right now, and I know there's a listener out there who also believes and was raised in the same schooling that I was. Listen. Joe Biden and Donald Trump will have our heads like these motherfuckers don't care about us, bro. They they the the institutions that we believe in so much, be it any other way, will be the institution to put you in the dirt. And that and the truth is all we can do is hope for the best. All we can do is prepare ourselves, but listen, everybody Babylon is fallen. Is fallen. Let's get that. Let's get out. Let's get as many people as we can out and save ourselves. Let's you cannot save Babylon. You cannot save it. Stop trying to save it. Leave it. This is and this is all I can give you. This is my thesis. As uneducated as I am, as as foolish as I've been this episode, all I can tell you is don't look back. Leave. Like, let's leave these old these ways of thinking. We know, we know what's going on, bruh. Let's leave. Let's stop trying to keep people in this shit. Let's get people out of Babylon and 
That's and this is why I want to talk about King's Disease because this is the underrated album is coming out. King's Disease Two by Nas. I cannot, I cannot wait. Like, let me read off the track list just because this is immaculate. Like, this is a immac- this is an immaculate track list, and and I haven't heard a single song. But listen, the first song, The Pressure. Come on, bruh. What's he about to talk about? King's Disease 2. Death Row East. Come on. We already know. We're going to talk about that on the Don Illuminati, that retrospective, Death Row East, the plans. 40 side. He might be talking about how he's in his 40s, 40s and up. What else? EPMD 2 featuring Eminem and EPMD. This is This is legendary. Rare, I think that, I haven't heard that song, but I know it's out already. YKTV, A Boogie with the Hoodie, and YG. Okay, let's get, like, he's getting the young bulls on it, getting the young bulls. Store Run, who knows? Moments, like, come on, he's taking us somewhere. Nobody featuring Miss Lauren Hill, come on. No Phony Love featuring Charlie Wilson. No Phony Love! Like, I don't know if that's going to go like that, but you you know how he does it. Brunch on Sundays, Count Me In, Composure featuring Hit Boy, My Bible, and Nas is good. Nas is good, bruh. And this is another one, another album by executive producers Nas and Hit Boy. It is the two of them. Like, I wonder, I wonder if it's just going to be him only. Like, if it's just going to be Hit Boy again. I think it is that. I think it is. This is good. Like, Nas is, let's go. Let's go, bro. Like, come on, y'all. We, we love the Nas talk. We love the Nas talk. When he brings it to the retrospective, then brings it to how he, he's making billions on cryptocurrencies. Uh, and he, he he's always just had that. He he comes from that cloth that we love it. So let's let's go, bro. It's been it's almost an hour now, and and shout out to everybody who's listening to this. Shout out to everybody. We missed each other. We all missed each other. We should never do this again. Let's not be away from each other that much. We should, you know, we should stick together. You know, we can stick together. Young V Forever on Twitter. Young V Forever at Gmail dot com. V Forever Network on Instagram. And YouTube V Forever, subscribe to that because something's coming soon. Don't forget about uh, uh, subscribing on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Share this with your friends. Share this with your mothers, your mothers, mothers, your mothers, 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 and baby fathers. And let's let's get this thing to the top. Let's move. All right, y'all. Peace. Forever.